Welcome back to another episode of A Positive Insights. Uh, today, Darren and I were joined by Nick Cox from The People Place. And this was a, uh, a fascinating chat because Nick uh, is one of the most organized people I've ever met. And in the lead up to launching his business, has uh, really taken every step correctly. Uh, Darren, what did you take away from the chat today? Yeah, no, I think uh, just like you said, mate, Nick's, um, unlike a lot of recruits that come there, he's really spent a lot of time, well, he's invested a lot of time and energy into just getting his processes and partners in place before he goes live. And I think you're going to see how that really impacts the launch. He's, he's definitely going to hit the ground running. I think startups, anyone considering setting up, are, are going to get a lot from this. So, um, yeah, yeah, enjoy the listen. Definitely couldn't agree more. And uh, as always, guys, we're uh, trying to grow the podcast and it is growing. So if you could please like, share, and especially on LinkedIn, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of A Positive Insights. Today we're joined by Nick Cox of the the People Place. Nick, how are you going? I'm very well. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. It's uh, exciting to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, very good to have you. Um, now, Nick, is you're in the throes of starting up your, your own agency. What's the launch date? About a week or two away now? I am. Uh, mid, Mid-October, I've pushed it out slightly to give myself another week, uh, mainly because I know once I'm up and running, that'll be kind of it, and I'll really be into it. So I'm actually going to take a, a week of holidays before I launch in about in about a week and a half's time. And from there, yeah, mid-October, get moving and go out through LinkedIn. I've got a press release I'm going to go to kind of industry publications with. And yeah, get moving from there. Amazing. Exciting. Hitting the ground running. Yeah. Perfect. Now, uh, we always like to start our podcasts here by asking asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a fact that uh, other people may not know about you. Yeah. Um, hmm. I can be, I guess, uh, probably frustrating at times for, for colleagues and, and people around me with being quite obsessive with how I organize things and how I can be kind of overly structured. I was um, diagnosed with OCD a few years ago, so that kind of helped make sense of why I've been color coding my wardrobe since I was a kid and <laughs> on my desk at work. My, my, my wife my, would love me to do that. <laughs> my, uh, my old business partner laughed about it for years because I literally everyone would leave at the end of the day and often him and I'd be working and I'd be going around to everyone's desks and like, winding up their headphones and like reshuffling their papers and pens and <laughs> yeah a bit weird but i suppose just wired that way i like it well it's uh it's clearly been successful for you yeah. um yeah. so we know you're, you're new to the recruitment industry but can you tell our listeners sort of what your background is and, and what led you to the recruitment industry yeah it's a bit of a unique one i've, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts including you guys i'm reading a lot of books and uh I haven't really heard of too many people that have started a recruitment agency having not worked in recruitment, which is probably a little bit odd. But um, about eight years ago, I started a content agency with my business partner. Over the last maybe two years, we transitioned that content agency into a full-service creative agency and, and scaled the business quite quickly. So went from coming out of COVID, probably six staff, to having roughly kind of 23, 24 staff earlier this mm. year. and. I guess scaling the business so quickly, recruitment as operations director, recruitment became a huge part of my job and HR and people and culture. I'd always enjoyed that side, but I guess having grown the business so quickly and that being kind of a focus on, or that, that being the focus of my job kind of day to day, 
I quickly figured out that I did really enjoy it, and I guess that's probably more so where my skills were in, mm. in the kind of operations role, because prior to that I'd been kind of a hands-on producer pulling together um, ads and pieces of content for online and whatnot. So, yeah, early, earlier this year, look, it was a tricky one because I, I really enjoyed being in that business. Jack and I had grown up from the ground up. Jack's brother joined, which then resulted in us transitioning into a full-service agency. The business was doing better than it ever had before, but I just, I kind of knew that I was like deep down ready to do something different and, and something on my own as well, to be honest. Mm. Might sound a little bit greedy, but to go out <laughs> and do something that like I could just kind of run myself and maybe grow a little team over time. And look, I was over the last kind of year, I've been thinking about it quite a lot and I just kept coming back to recruitment. I'd spoken to a lot of agency owners. I'd done a lot of reading, as I said before, kind of listened to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books and it just it really kind of made sense in terms of what I enjoy and what I'm kind of passionate about as well, to be honest. Yeah, amazing. Like you, obviously at the start you were just introduced, like it's all about preparation. Yeah. Like how long did it take you to get to this point? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a good question. Cause I, I mean, I've set up two businesses in the past and you know made a lot of mistakes and realized that it does take a lot longer than you would normally expect, particularly if you're trying to scale something. Um, I decided to leave Sunday Gravy, my creative agency, in mid-March, I think it was. And initially, I was going to give myself three months, kind of pull it all together. I thought in that three months, I'd go maybe two to three week holiday, mm. get it all together. It won't be too kind of intricate. Even though I hadn't worked in recruitment before, I kind of thought um, it couldn't be too difficult. I can do a bit of reading online, figure everything out, and get <laughs> it up and running. After about a month of um, speaking to a few different mentors, Ross Clement being one as well, yeah, who I um, I actually heard on another podcast. And I, again, through a bunch of audio books, his name was mentioned a few times and Greg Savage had kind of posted about him. So I contacted him and he was just incredible at the very, I mean, he has been the entire way, but at the very beginning, making sure that I was kind of heading in the right direction and prioritizing the right things. And very quickly, I realized that giving myself probably six months as opposed to three months was a far smarter move. Um, you know, financially not ideal because I was kind of just eating into my savings, but mm. it would ensure that the kind of the business plan, all of the forecasting, the direction I want to take it in, all of my internal and external process, templates, legals, financials, everything was like super buttoned down. And I was really, really, I'd ideally be really, really confident when I kind of launched as opposed to maybe floundering a little bit, mm. which looking back now would definitely have happened had I have launched after three months. I just wouldn't have had everything together and I wouldn't have felt, I suppose, as confident as I do now, really giving myself time and speaking to as many people as I can kind of across the board, creatives, lawyers, uh, accountants, CFOs, to make sure that everything is yeah, in the right spot and I suppose as, as best as it can possibly be. Yeah, amazing. I know you guys have had lots of conversations around sort yeah. of that setup phase. I suppose that a lot of the key differences between what you've explained to a lot of, I'd say, early stage recruitment businesses, um, they probably don't spend as much time as you have in the preparation stage. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome to hear. Yeah, look, I, th I think it's probably a huge part of the fact that I have started two businesses in the past and, you know, made quite a few mistakes and been horrifically anxious as a result and you have to kind of learn on your feet and figure things out and fix things and I, I think that's kind of the best way to learn to be honest kind of to within reason throw yourself into the deep end and kind of figure it out so once I kind of laid everything out systematically for this business I just made sure that I didn't make the mistakes that I, I suppose I've made in the past and yeah lent I, I think the biggest thing with any business or just in in business in general is 
just having good mentors and having good people you can kind of lean into and very cliche thing to say but I don't think you can stop learning like as long as you've got good people kind of across the board to lean into you can you can figure things out it's just making sure that you have the time and that you're not rushing yourself or rushing them yeah yeah and passion right like you can hear it the yeah. way you talk about it now like you're passionate about it you, you want it to succeed oh definitely and, yeah and that's so yeah. important I suppose you've touched on it a few times um audiobooks podcasts mm. Ross Glennon obviously mm. um Getting a nice plug here. Um, <laughs> well, he, but, he, he was actually on our podcast last week. Yeah, yeah. he was mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Um, what other resources did you lean on sort of in the pre-startup phase and, mm. and moving forward? What are you going to lean on? Look, I guess when I started out, I mean, yeah, audiobooks, Audible was incredible. I bought I bought like nine books, hard copy books. I'm going to read these kind of back to back. I hadn't read in years. I used to read a lot when I was younger and thought I could kind of get back into it and I just didn't have the concentration. So I got Audible which I'd never really used properly before, but downloaded all those nine books that I had actually bought as hard copies, listened to all of those, then from there kind of moved into the podcasts, listening to a few different podcasts. I spoke to agency owners kind of all over Australia, you know, individuals that were running kind of mining agencies in Perth to groups of friends that were running agencies in the PR area in Sydney and just getting kind of as many nuggets as advice as possible. I guess, you know, it's an industry whereby Everyone's working across different markets, but give or take the general setup and structure if they're being run well is quite similar. Um, That's you know, so interesting. So do you just reach out to these people and they just were happy to share? Well, look, I was. I, I'm. I made sure that during the podcast, whoever it was being interviewed, made a comment around. You know, and I'm more than happy to help people who are. Oh, yeah, there, there might right. have been one or two that I contacted who were just hadn't made comments like that and just weren't really eager, didn't have the time to talk. Oh, that's amazing. But I'd say majority of them were like, yeah, well, there was one guy who was incredible from WA and I had a few questions for him, like, do you have 15, 20 minutes? He's like, yeah, of course, mate, give me a call tomorrow, Arvo. Ended up speaking for about three hours. <laughs> wow. I think he probably drank about four beers. He was sitting in this boardroom. <laughs> Everyone had left and they were all locking up and turning the lights off and he's like, no, I've got some more time, mate. So I just went through kind of like everything that I've been through with Ross and with a few other people. But again, he just had so many invaluable bits of advice that I was just kind of like able to kind of add to and then yeah bounced off a few other agency owners as well um, and then from there because I've worked in advertising I guess in that in that world for quite some time a lot of really good creatives so like writers and designers and art directors who are able to help kind of structure not just you know the website and the content the design but I guess the story of the business mm. and with me having leaving the business that I've had in the past why I've moved into this space um, how it's going to kind of work, the types of businesses I want to be working with and, and really helping kind of make sense of that. Um, it's very easy just to kind of like say it out loud, but to kind of put a, put a story together, particularly mm. across, you know, a pitch deck and a website and through all of your documentation to make sure it's all nice and beautiful and consistent. I've had like a lot of good people on that front who have helped, which has been, yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's great. I'm interested to know, is there anything you were considering doing that you've now sort of stopped after having these conversations with these already people yeah. running businesses? Look, there was one one thing at the very beginning, which again, I'm, I'm so happy I didn't, and I just had the right advice. I was only going to work on, because it's just me to begin with, mm. and look, I, I might grow a small team, I'll see how the first year goes. A part of me just kind of wants to keep it to me and have that kind of freedom as well. Um, but I was just going to do perm, because I, I realised, you know, with, with temp or with freelance in the advertising and production world, you need a labour hire licence and can be very reactive, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll just purely focus on perm. But Ross, having worked, obviously, temp desks his entire life, um, 
along with advice from a few other people, they just said, I mean, the big one was if the economy kind of bottoms out, you need to have that to, to sustain the business. Yeah. But also mm. to have a business that you maybe want to scale in the future or sell in the future, you need to have that kind of database or that network of freelancers attempts to to make it substantial. Otherwise, you've just got, I mean, you've really got nothing. You're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're the business. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's just purely invoice to invoice and then all of a sudden you stop and that's it. So That's right. Yeah, that, that was really invaluable at the beginning. Um, look, there's been a few other small things. Like, I had a, a mate of mine, I'd kind of pulled legals from a few different areas and I had a, a mate of mine who's a lawyer pulling it all together and he just said to me, I'd recommend you find a lawyer in the recruitment space who can really help you. Well, just make sure that everything across the board is one, not kind of succinct and legal, but two, it's, it's in the best possible spot for a recruitment agency because yeah. he's never worked in the recruitment space mm. as a lawyer. Um, and Ross put me in touch with a guy called Martin who runs Ready, Set, Recruit. Yeah, and we like, were with Martin. Yeah, so yeah. again, Martin was just brilliant. Like there was so much, look, law- lawyers aren't cheap, but having having even like the terms of business put together now the way it is and having the rates set in a certain way, like they just, that'll pay itself off so quickly. So I guess it's, it's making those kind of like sacrifices financially at the beginning to, to have everything in a really great spot as opposed to getting six, 12 months in and realizing that, yeah, something's Mm. not right or that it needs to be updated. And then all of a sudden having to, yeah. Yeah, no, mate. Since we all said Martin on the podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's music to our ears, and certainly, I mean, we've been chatting for over six months, and mm. uh, and you're taking everything on board that that we want prospects to always take on board. It's amazing the amount of of people we deal with that want to take shortcuts and and oh, do I really need this? Do I really need that? Mm. And it comes back to bite them mm. eventually. So it's it's nice for us. To be working with someone who's who's so eager to do everything the right way, mm. and and it's going to serve you well, and yeah. we've seen it work for other people. Oh yeah, definitely. Like even the one where you know you've already identified that if you're thinking about scaling and selling in the future, mm. obviously not in the you know three to five years, but maybe l- longer. So mm. that you do need a contract for it. It's but one of those key pieces of advice definitely. that people. I like we say we speak to startups all the time, mm. and they're always yeah, what's the plan? Is it lifestyle business? Is it mm. scale it? Mm. Generally, most of them want to sell the business, mm. but they want to do permanently. But that's the advice I was given as yeah. well. It's like, if you want a lifestyle business right now, great. But what about in five years' time, if you want to hire staff and onboard them properly, and then 15 years' time, you want to try and sell it, all of a sudden, it's too late. So I guess yeah. getting those things right from get-go. Uh, that's another thing Ross was actually great with, was telling me to get the kind of get the initial process together, and then we'll work through it, you know, kind of one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So the internal process, the external process, all of the templates that are involved throughout that, mm. And then making sure that I guess anything that client is client facing is just coherent, succinct, kind of branded, and not all over the shop. I've definitely worked with recruiters in the past where, yeah, you're receiving documentation that isn't very clear, and it can become really frustrating. So that's something that I made like a real effort with again, working through kind of the process and the templates to make sure that everything was, yeah, the best it can possibly be. I suppose. Yeah, it's really good, um, really good setup you've got. I suppose you you've touched on a few areas and it can be quite overwhelming setting up a recruitment agency if you had to sort of narrow it down to two or three really mm. important considerations you have to make mm. for anyone out there thinking of, of starting a recruitment agency mm. what would you say are, are really integral parts i think with like with, with, with any business having a the first thing i think anyone should do really 
which I'm sure is taught in business school I've never been, but having a, having a business plan. So working with, again, as many kind of mentors and individuals as you can to help kind of pull that together and then have that almost as a Bible to kind of refer back to, particularly when you're setting up the business, however long that does take, but to have something to refer back to to make sure that everything is, well, that you're not going off track essentially and that everything is kind of consistent and in, in line with what you've kind of planned initially. The, the other big thing, um, which is a really obvious one, but just having like a, a with document, like a work in progress doc, document. And I'm someone that can jump around far too much and get far too distracted. And so when I set this up, I just decided when I pulled the kind of with document together with the priorities for each day, each week, each month, that every single night from when I decided to kind of start this, I would plan my next day and kind of just stick to that and make sure that everything in the with document was tracked in terms of links through to live documents or decks that I was working on, who across those documents or decks was kind of assisting me, what was the kind of cost there and making mm -hmm. sure that everything was tracked really closely. Cause that's another thing. I think again, whatever business you're setting up, if you're not kind of on the ball on that front, you can lose track of financials so quickly. And I've done that in the past and it's, <laughs> that can be a bit of a nightmare and just very stressful and make something that should be like a really exciting, um, I guess, adventure quite kind of panic stricken so mm. having a business plan and just having a really clear kind of yeah a, a with document or whatever it be like you know on monday.com whatever it be to to kind of plan out your days your weeks your months mm. and leading up to a launch date and to have that from get go i think it's it's yeah again just far more kind of coherent to know kind of like where you're going and how long it's going to take yeah definitely i suppose you're wearing many different hats and, and you say you're planning your days mm. And each day, has that been a bit of a dynamic process? Have you, something worked in the first one month, is that now changing now that we're in sort of month five and six? Or has it been yeah. pretty consistent throughout? No, look, I mean, there's certain things that have been far easier than I was expecting. And on the flip side of that, there have been other areas that have been, yeah, I guess far, far more difficult and far more time consuming. Um, there are also a few things that I put together kind of initially that I kind of signed off and were happy with that kind of a month or two later again after reading and listening and speaking to so many different people I decided to kind of go back and revise so I think that's another thing is giving yourself time to put something together and look not consistently go back to it for four months and it's you know it's never right because that also isn't the best approach but to, to give yourself time to go back to again whether it's your forecasting or your outgoings everything you're going to be putting through the business or legals or financials to, to be able to kind of refer back and make sure that everything is in line with that initial business plan that was put together and that you know kind of straying off in random directions across any of those mm. kind of key areas yeah for sure are you um i suppose you obviously mentioned ross martin you outsourcing marketing like is there any other areas of the business that you're outsourcing yeah i have i um after again listening to, to quite a few podcasts I kept hearing VAs, virtual assistants for particularly one-man bands were quite popular. There were people kind of operating, they were referring to kind of, you know, 10 years ago, seven, eight person agencies that were now being run by one individual here in Australia with three VAs kind mm -hmm. of offshore and it was working really well, super efficient. So I, I looked into that and came across a guy named Rodell who's based in the Philippines who He's overqualified for the, the work he's doing. He's absolutely brilliant. But he's been helping with just lead generation through LinkedIn. So kind of building out a huge network of candidates and clients, um, using a few other bits of software to kind of get all the details and pull everything together. Um, but Amazing. he's been, yeah, he's been invaluable. 
the other one is Harry. So Harry and I first met maybe four or five months ago. Yeah, a while ago now. Yeah. Yep. And had a chat. I'd looked into A Positive. Again, I'd heard about A Positive multiple times and having read Greg Savage's book and kind of followed his blog, A, a Positive was popping up all the time. And I'd read and heard quite a good, like, quite a lot of like, very positive re reviews as well. So yeah, great. through that, uh, met Harry, kind of hit him up. We went out for a coffee, had a chat. And I mean, from there, I annoyed you with kind of far too many questions <laughs> outside of A Positive, just in terms of recruitment. But Harry was extremely helpful and very generous with his time. So I do really appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, that's yes, good. That's good to it. Set everything up with A Positive. I, again, when I decided at the very beginning to do, based on Ross's advice, kind of temple freelance, I, I realized that it wasn't realistic right now to to do that kind of in-house. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's when I looked into A Positive, Harry and I had a mm. chat, and then, yeah, kind of signed up to everything very quickly, easily, efficiently, and that's all kind of set up and ready to go. Um, I think the payroll team, they got everything together really quickly. Like, when are you going to first, like, kind of start billing? And I was like, well, the business hasn't launched for three months, but I just want to get everything together. <laughs> <laughs> They're not fuck. used to people being <laughs> that prepared right no, normally. Like, why are you contacted us so early? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, it's all, it was all set up and ready to go quite quickly which is great yeah so, honestly like i said you you're completely not completely different breed to most agencies that we support like normally they wait until they get a placement and then they want us to get everything set up but we always <laughs> say let's be strategic let's get it set up in advance so you've got your credit checking you've got your payroll team set up <laughs> you've got everything you need to then go and hit the market whereas a lot leave it to that you know you had one this morning that sent for a placement <laughs> that starts today and yeah, they haven't even really got anything set up yet. Yeah. Uh, but we, we will turn it around quick enough. But yeah, it's good to be strategic and prepared. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. That's good Look, to there's, hear. There's, there's definitely a lot I'm not great at, but I am very much kind of process driven. And again, being a bit kind of obsessive, I just wanted everything there ready to go. And mm. otherwise it's kind of just in the back of my mind and mm. sitting there. But yeah. Yeah, awesome. very happy I got it done. Oh, look, oh, I think um, <laughs> I, it, it's a common theme in all of these podcasts. I remember the very first one that... Um, that we recorded it was outsource everything you're not good at and if you mm. can identify yeah that really resonated with me yeah if you can Obviously. identify what's uh <laughs> 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 what what you're not good at mm. it's not a bad thing it's just you're gonna set yourself up for success mm. Mm. moving Definitely. forward so Definitely. um yeah there's people out there to, to assist you and and it's really important to yeah. use them yeah yeah no i couldn't agree more i think it's, it is it's being like both kind of like self-aware and also just smart with your time so you end up doing things that you're not great at. It takes twice as long. You're probably doing 50% of the job. They actually cost you more as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And that was, yeah, a great example, obviously, being, as we've said, a positive. And same with the VA. Yeah. I mean, if I had sat there doing the work that he was doing, it would have taken me twice as long. I would have spent mm. maybe two months straight doing that and then just decided to go and do something else because it would have burnt me out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, great. Yeah, too. brilliant. Uh, I suppose it's a, it's a good segue into our, our final wrap-up question. Mm. We always like to to ask our guests what's the, the one piece of advice you would give to anyone just recently going out on their own but I suppose mm. in your case thinking about going out on their own and especially from uh, an unrelated industry mm. look I'm definitely repeating myself here but I think mentors um, just I mean just learning and research so again audiobooks podcasts whatever it be uh, and, then, and then mentors whether it's a, a paid business coach or people that are running businesses with the industry you're moving into other recruitment agency owners that are willing to give up a bit of their time which surprisingly there are like a lot of mm. um, if they're not too busy if they can kind of make that work and particularly if you give them enough time which I learned I was contacting people and saying hey do you have time in an hour or two they're like yeah 
about next week. It's like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely people people in the industry, uh, as I said, podcasts, books, and uh, the other one would be, or the two that I mentioned earlier, I think just having a really clear business plan at the very beginning, really putting the time into that, again, tapping in the right people to make sure that that is as good as it can possibly be. Um, and then from there, making sure that you've got a really clear kind of, yeah, again, whip document, checklist, whatever it be. It can be so basic, as I said, mine's in a spreadsheet, but just something that you can be kind of referring back to and that is a kind of like mm. physically in front of you that you could be clicking into every 45 minutes to make sure that you're, you know, timing your day. I feel I like you know, can just I... be so much more efficient with your time. I mean, I'm probably a little bit too obsessive where I actually block out my diary as well with just internal tasks. I've literally yeah, just started doing it, that. It's so, yeah. it's so good. It yeah. honestly, like, because it, it, you hold yourself accountable because mm. rather than, I've been working from home as well, so yeah. I'll, I'll go and like make the bed and then I'll go and like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I've got lunch now, but I never some, made the bed. I might, have some, I might have some cereal and then I'll like, yeah. just, it, it's so easy to like to get distracted. So to hold yourself accountable, I think is a big one as well. Mm particularly when you, yeah, you're working by yourself because it's very easy just to be like, oh, I'll do it later today, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it you know, next week. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Love it. I think this has been, been really valuable, Nick. I think this will help a lot of people thinking about going out on their own. So oh, yeah. um, thank Hopefully. you for giving up your time as well. Thank you for having me, guys. Really appreciate it.